I told my boss, it ain't no limit. Told all my dogs, it ain't no limit. Put your head in the game, head in the game, head in the game. Head in the game, head in I'm the game. I'm whipping the track, I was messed up suspension. I drove it so fast that I blew out the engine. I kept it too real ever since the beginning. I play offensive D, I might switch my position. The mama was thirsty, so I had to quench. I'ma drive real fast, cause you know I shoot quick. Just like traffic kills, I be having emotions. Just like a lamb, I ain't know I'm exploding. My heart cold, bad, I ain't got emotions. I'm going hard, yeah, you know I'm devoted. We running streets, yeah, you know we control it. She love the kids, she be busting it over. I'm quarterbacking like I'm Kyler Murray. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 216 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had a great week because now it's time for an even greater weekend. We got college football during the day, UFC at night, and then tomorrow, a full slate of NFL football. We are back. We're back. Oh, this is such a great feeling. I'm so excited. I, I I told you guys on Wednesday how excited I was for the kickoff of the season. And I, I, I just love this game so much, man. I love football. I can't help it. I love football so much. Uh, where should we start? Let's, let's start on Thursday night, okay? Start on Thursday night. We had the Kansas City Chiefs open tonight. It's banner night. They showed us a new Super Bowl banner. Clap it up for the Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl champions reigning defending Super Bowl champions. Now, on the other side of that sideline was a Detroit Lions team whose last memory, our last memory of them, was sending Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers home, eliminating them from playoff contention and essentially ending the Aaron Rodgers era in Green, Green Bay, right? This team, led by Dan Campbell, has this belief in themselves and this hunger. They want to win. They want to win ball games. I mean, we all want to win. Obviously, right? We we're not we don't play the game to lose. Teams don't go out there and say, oh, we're going to lose this game. But it's like, Especially in this moment, in that moment, on opening night on national television, prime time, you're going up against the Super Bowl champions on their night. They rose to that occasion. They didn't fold. They could have. There are teams that would have folded in that situation, but the Detroit Lions did not. I knew what type of time they were on when they went for it on their own side of the field. On a fake punt and got it. I said, oh, okay. I said, okay. Okay. I would like to apologize to Dan, my brother, who is a uh, Detroit Lions fan. Got to apologize to him. I got to apologize to Dan Campbell. I got to apologize to Jared Goff. I have to apologize to the city of Detroit. I was unfamiliar with your game. I was. I, I really didn't think. That the Lions will go out there and beat the Chiefs. Even without Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. I'm still thinking, you know what? Eh, it's the Chiefs. It's open tonight. They're at home. There's no way the Lions go in there and beat them. But they did. But they did. And NBC analyst Mike Tirico, he, wa- he wants to say there should be an asterisk on this win. For what? 
An asterisk for what? Because they didn't have Travis Kelsey. Because Chris Jones was sitting in the box seats like Sting in the rafters. Is that why? No, man. Listen. We preach the next man up mentality. There are other guys on that roster that should have stepped up. That, sh- that, that had to step up on Thursday night. You got the best quarterback in the world. Go win a ball game. There's no asterisk, man. Everybody gets hurt. Everybody's hurt right now, obviously. There's going to be bumps and bruises along the way on this journey that we call the NFL season. I don't want to hear anything about the asterisk. Understand what I'm saying? Wasn't like Pat wasn't out there. He was there. They only missed him two players. And because of that, there's an asterisk. Mm -mm. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. Because... If the Chiefs won that game, you know what the conversation would have been? Oh, my God, Travis Kelsey can, I mean, excuse me, uh, Pat Mahomes can do it with anybody. He didn't need Kelsey. Juju's gone. He didn't need him. Miko Harmon's gone. He don't need him. He can do it with anybody. That would have been the conversation because that's the conversation we were having last season when they were doing it without Tyreek. So now that the Chiefs have lost on opening night and they're 0-1, now we got to slight the Lions who played their asses off. No, no. No, no. We're not going to do that. We're going to give the Lions all the credit in the world because the Lions went out there. They played hard football. They did. Now, I'll be honest with you. I was tired on Thursday night. I fell asleep at 1030. Woke up around 1. You know, you know, open my eyes, shut my phone. Group message going crazy. I said, what, what, what happened? I looked at, you know, the final score was on my, on my lock screen. I said, the Chiefs lost? Oh, my God. I had no clue. I said, wow. So, I watched the highlights and uh, saw a lot of drops from Kadarius Tony. You know, everybody wants to talk about that. But the one that turned it to six points, seven points for the Lions, that was nasty, though. The pick six, that was gross. That was gross. But other than that, as far as the Chiefs go, I don't know, man. Should, should we start pushing the Eric Miedemi, uh narrative now or later? We'll save that for later. If it gets worse, if if they have more struggles throughout the season, we'll start talking about Eric Bieniemy, but not right now. I thought, other than you know the miscues from the drops, I thought Pat Mahomes still looked great. Um, I I, I thought Noah Gray did a great job in place of Travis Kelsey. But the Lions, man, the Lions, their defense—they play real good football. Aiden Hutchinson is a dog, man. Michigan. Made man, he 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 is going to do whatever he wants every week, every week, and they got some guys in that secondary too. They got some guys in the, back in that secondary, but I knew that last season. So, and and like I said, man, Dan Campbell, he just makes you believe, bro. He makes you believe. With his raspy voice, you know, he's doing his halftime interviews. He can barely talk to you, but he's going to let you know, hey, it's going to be all right. We're going to get back out there in the second half, and we're going to do the damn thing. Like, <coughs> Jesus Christ. But that's Dan Campbell, bro. That's him. He's a player's coach. He's a guy that he it's like he's in the trenches with you. He's in that foxhole with you. And a lot of guys, they buy into that. And and this Detroit, this gritty style of football that they play, it, it 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 resonates with the team in the city. 
And then you got Jared Goff, who was almost what virtually untouched Thursday night, and he was making great throws. I mean, Jared Goff was throwing dots, dots, and then the run game, Montgomery and Gibbs, they were running, they were toting it, man. They were toting it, and I mean, at will. I'm talking about like five, six yard pop type runs. I was like, okay, these are body blows to the Chiefs' defense without Chris Jones on that D line. Body blows. And then here comes Jared Goff, you know, with the throw over the top. And it was like, oh, wow. Sun God was out there doing it, you know? Listen, I'm not, I, I listen, I know I'm a Packers fan, but I'm not sleeping on the Detroit Lions. I know what the Detroit Lions are about, man. I know what Detroit football is about. I see it twice a year. This Lions team is not your, this isn't your grandma's Lions team. Understand what I'm saying? This is a real deal football team. This is a legitimate contender in the NFC North and in the NFC and 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 then wow and in the NFC. It's a lot of N and ends in there, but respect the Detroit Lions, man. I don't care if it's Week One. This is all they're doing is picking up from where they left off last season, obviously, and they're carrying that momentum. They just beat the world champs. They just beat them. If you don't think they're about to carry that momentum into Week Two, into Week Three, into Week Four, until they can't carry it no more, you're out your damn mind. So, congratulations on the Detroit Lions for starting off the season right, man. That's how you started off. And it doesn't get any bigger than that. Because if this was just a regular, if, like, if they just played like somebody like the Falcons or uh, maybe the Browns, it, 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 it would have hit, but it wouldn't have hit as hard. But to start your season off on the road at, with all the pageantry going on, all the all the fireworks, you know, all of the presentations, everything that's going on, and, and they, they they take that banner down, and you look up there, and your team's name is not on there. Your team's logo isn't on there. It's the team across from you. It's Thursday night, and you're on, you're on primetime NBC live. You start the season off, and you beat the champs. That's different, man. That's a different feeling. That's a different feeling. You know? Way different. So Yeah. All respect to the, the Lions, man. I'm I'm not I'm not sleeping on them. I respect I respect the Lions. I do. You ain't, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta say nothing else to me. I apologize. I was wrong. Uh I thought the Chiefs were, you know, gonna do the thing. But hey, in the in the same breath. Please do not start, you know, writing uh, eulogies and, 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 and preparing tombstones for the, the Kansas City Chiefs because there's a lot of that going on midseason last year. There's a lot of that going on, what, was it the COVID year? It's like there's been a, a couple of different times where we all tr- we tried to write the Chiefs off. We tried to kill the Chiefs. It doesn't happen. And if you want to go back in time, there was a time where the, the Patriots had an issue. They got smoked one week. I tried to write them off with the Brady go do win the Super Bowl. So it's like, don't please don't piss Mahomes off. All right, please don't piss Mahomes and the Chiefs off because yes, they were missing two of their best players. Right, we know that. So it's like once maybe they get them back, they start rolling. We might not remember what happened week one So all I'm saying is We cannot write the Chiefs off after one game It's one week They'll be back next week Alright That's all I'm saying
So, let's get back to the NFC. Let's stay in the NFC North. Now, tomorrow, there's a big game about to be played in Chicago between the Packers and the Bears. And the question I have is, who needs to win this game more? Jordan Love or Justin Fields? Justin Fields already is 0-4 against the Green Bay Packers. And in those four games, he has not played very well. He has a pass rating of 70.7, 722 yards, three touchdowns, six interceptions, and four games against the Packers. Not good performances against your division's biggest rival. Right? We, we know about the history between the Bears and the Packers. We know that. We know that, you know, for years, Aaron Rodgers has owned the Bears. And since Justin Fields has taken over, he has, he, there's nothing he could do about it. But now, there's a changing of the guard. Aaron Rodgers is gone. It's the young Packers team, offense and defense. Now is the time for Justin Fields to step up and beat the Packers. It's week one. You're at home. It's America's game of the week. Everybody's going to be watching. This is your time. You have to do this now. You have to. Because you got the city looking at you, you got the league looking at you, and the media is looking at you. Because the media this offseason has, has generated a lot of Justin Fields hype. The hype, the Justin Fields hype train has left the station. I mean, choo, choo. It, it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about a lotto and sexy red type of train. Like that, never mind, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent. But the train has left the station, is all I'm saying. Choo, choo. That's all I'm saying. And um, <laughs> you got to live up to that, man. You know, you come out of college, they're, they're, they're building you up to be this and that. And now you're in a position where you're 0-4 against a team that your, your, your fans have this dying need to beat every year. And now you get a shot when everybody thinks that this is going to be a down year for the Packers, and everybody thinks that Jordan Love is going to be back. Now it's time to prove them right. Go out there, go out there, and prove them right. Go out there, put on the show. Light this Packers defense up and put on the show. On the flip side of that, you got Jordan Love. Jordan Love has been sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for the last two, three years. Three years. Wow, time's flying. And now. Not only are you taking over this Packers team, you're taking over a Packers team who's very young, like I said, on offense and defense, and in your first start. And not only that, you are the first black quarterback, the first starting black quarterback, the first black quarterback to be a starter for the Green Bay Packers heading into week one. This is history. This is history right here. This is a historic game. A historic rivalry and this history is just history all around. So Jordan Love, you go into Chicago in the Lions Den. Excuse me, the Bears Den. The Bears Cave? They live in caves? Yes, yeah, Bears Cave, right. City of Chicago has been dogging you all summer on Twitter. All off season. They have been celebrating the, the departure of Aaron Rodgers like it's it was their Super Bowl. 
they think that you're going to be nothing, pal. They don't have a they don't have a doubt in their mind that this Sunday is going to be a nasty game for Jordan Love. Outside of that, nobody knows what they're getting from UV. But this past preseason, you've shown flashes, you've shown consistent consistency. And now talk about a hype train. Now the, 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 your hype train is at the station. It ain't left yet. But you know, the the people are standing on the platform and they're looking at it. They say, hmm, I like this train. You know, it's not the Polar Express. But it can take me somewhere. I might I might buy a ticket. You know? But I gotta see some more first. J Love, it's your time, brother. It's your time. You gotta win this game. You gotta win this game for the city of Green Bay. Because not only are your ops doubting you. But your own people are doubting you. Your own people are doubting you. Talking about Sean Clifford. We'll be starting by week six. Talking about, oh, let's tank for this quarterback. He won't be. Fam. It's one thing to have your ops hating on you. Right. It's one thing to have that. But to have your own people hate on you, that's another thing. When you got to prove your doubters wrong and your supposed supporters wrong, that's kind of crazy. So I think there's a lot of pressure. On Jordan Love. Not only that, but look at look at the quarterbacks that they want you to live up to. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, excuse me. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers in the door. Like they want you to live up to three generations of greatness, basically. That's what they're expecting from you. And it's not like like just like the Lions. This isn't just a any any game, any week one game. This isn't Lions versus the Texans. Or, I mean, excuse me, Packers versus the Texans. Or, like, uh, Packers versus the Jaguars. Brother, this is the Packers versus the Bears. The most storied rivalry in all of football. You're on the road. America's game of the week. It does not get bigger than this in this division. Out the gate, you get the Bears. So who needs to win this game more? Hmm. Honestly, I think Justin Fields needs this more than Jordan Love. Simply because the, not the excuse, but they'll say, oh, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers, can't you, you know? But now that Aaron Rodgers isn't there, there's there there's no excuse for why Justin Fields led Bears team can't beat the Packers. Too many people in in, in many people's minds, they really think that, that that's what was holding you know Justin Fields back. So now they think, okay, the big bag of wolf is gone. Let's take advantage of Jordan Love. So if Justin Fields goes out there and loses to the Packers tomorrow. What will they say about Justin Fields on Monday morning? What will they say about the Bears on Monday morning? Will they give Jordan Love the credit? Or will they slight Justin Fields for being a bad quarterback or not a good enough quarterback? And he's not even good enough to beat a Jordan Love-led Packers team. So I think that Justin Fields needs this game more than Jordan Love. He needs to win it more than Jordan Love. I think that there's 
I think the pressure is off of Jordan Love. I think that Jordan Love can play as free as he wants. Obviously, this is his first start, his first real start. I mean, you know, we we know he started against the Chiefs, but I don't really count that. This is his first Week One start, right? We've seen him in preseason. He looked great in preseason. Expectations are high, but go out there and do your thing, J Love. As far as Justin Fields go, he's had two seasons already. Hasn't really done much. He's 0-4 against this team. You you dropped the 0-5. That that your fans are looking at you kind of funny. Especially at home, at the crib. So I think that Justin Fields needs this win. More than Jordan Love. Not by much. I think it's pretty close. But I think Justin Fields needs this win more. Can't wait though. Can't wait. I I I can't. I can't wait. All right, moving on. Let's go. Where should we go next? All right, let's let's talk about this NFC offseason, man. There's been money thrown around. There has been money thrown around. There's been some instances where the money has not been thrown around. We've we've had issues. And more money, more money, more problems. You know what they say. I don't think y'all understand what I'm saying. I don't think I don't I don't think y'all know what I'm trying to tell y'all. There are, when you got more money, you gonna have more problems. Who's hot? Who not? Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores. You tell me who flop, who cop the new drop. Who juice got rocks? Who mostly go cheat down to the two Same old pimp, mace. You know ain't nothing changed but limp. Can't stop till I see my name on a blimp. Guarantee of me sales, call it level up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's more money, more money, more prop. All right. All right. I'm sorry. But <laughs> listen, there's been so much money thrown around. It doesn't make any sense. So let's obviously, you know, we already know we got to start with the quarterbacks. So this Thursday night, (laughs) before the kickoff, just as the game was kicking off, I love how petty this whole thing is because apparently the Joe Burrow deal was done already, you know, going into this game. But they said, you know what, we're going to release this information as soon as the Chiefs kick the ball off. You know why? Because the Chiefs beat us and we should be here right now kicking this ball off. On, on opening night, it should be us hosting the Lions. It should not be the Chiefs. We're going to be petty. We're going to release this information now. So that's what happened. So Joe Burrow signs a five-year deal worth $275 million with a salary of $55 million per And now all of a sudden they, they don't think they're gonna extend T. Higgins. I don't know. Maybe because they can't. But we knew that uh Joe Burrow was gonna get all this money. We we knew this already. I mean, you look we're gonna talk about what you know the different contracts that led up to this this, this offseason. But Joe Burrow has been to a Super Bowl. He didn't win a Super Bowl, but he's been there. And he he's been probably the best quarterback that the Bengals have seen since Carson Palmer. No no disrespect to Andy uh Red Rifle Dalton. 
But Joe Burrow is that guy. I like Joe Burrow. Big Joe Burrow guy. We love Joe Shiesty. Joe Burrow. We do. He got the bag. He, he, he did not deserve it. So let's go back to April 24th when Jalen Hurts signed a five-year deal worth $51 million per year. Fresh off a Super Bowl loss. He went there, though. Um, probably his best season as an Eagle. And, you know, you, you got to pay, you pay your guy. You know, this this is the Eagles franchise quarterback. This is who they're building their team around. This is who they're building their next, their future, their next decade around. Plus, right, then you go to May after some some murky waters, after some, some rumors and a lot of uncertainty. You got Lamar Jackson, who's had two straight injury-riddled seasons, but he's a former unanimous league MVP. He's probably one at when he's healthy, he's one of – the best NFL quarterbacks in the league because you just can't you can't stop him with his legs and you can't stop his legs and when you can't stop that it's hard to figure out when he is going to throw the ball and he can throw the ball I gotta emphasize that every week he can throw the ball he gets his money five year deal worth 52 million dollars per year you gotta pay him right that's your future then you go to July Justin Herbert another quarterback who has, you know, shown some consistency early in his career. I think he's been hindered by coaching, though. I love Justin Herbert, but he has been hindered by coaching. I feel like I cannot blame that playoff uh, disaster that happened against the Jacks. I can't blame that all on him. I can't. I can't, man. I can't. So you got to pay Justin Herbert. He gets a five-year deal worth $52 million, $52.5 million. So it was all, it, honestly... It it wouldn't have mattered. I think it. I think the dominoes just started to fall. I think that that whole thing of all oh, highest paid, highest paid. That's all these agents want to hear. All right, that's all they want to hear. So, it didn't matter who went first here. Whoever was next was going to get more than the last. Whoever was next was going to get more. And, and so that's how that was going to go. I don't think that Joe Burrow's deal should have been worth more than uh, Lamar's deal. I don't. I think because the only difference between them is one of them went to the Super Bowl, one didn't. I don't think that, you know, I, honestly, man, I think these, they all got paid. I, did anybody deserve to be paid more than the other? I don't know. I don't think that's an argument you can really say here, especially when the the margin of difference is like two, three million dollars. It's not like Joe Burrow got. 65 million per year, right? It, it ain't it ain't that crazy, man. You know, like like the Herbert and Lamar deal is only 0.5 million dollars a difference. It 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 doesn't make a difference to me, man. All these guys got paid, they all deserved it for their own reasons, right? They they're all an integral part of the franchises that they play for. You got to pay these guys. Right? You got to pay them. Then how much what was that TJ Hawkinson deal worth? How much did they pay him? Oh, before we go there, Nick Bosa. <clears throat> Nick Bosa. I don't know if y'all saw. I ain't going to talk. Why that man signed that deal with a feather, man? Nick Washington. Nick Jefferson. Five years. 70, $170 million. Five years. $170 million. Dollars, one hundred twenty-two point five million in guaranteed money. He held out for forty 
44 days. 44 days. Fam, you got to pay him. And he's only 26. You got to pay him. Look, Look what Nick Bosa has done. Look what he's done, man. He's the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. He led the league in NFL. He led the NFL in sacks. <clears throat> excuse me, eighteen and a half sacks. DP defensive player of the year, twenty twenty two. You know what I mean? He has the six. He has the most sacks over the past two years, for thirty four. The six most sacks were forty three since two thousand nineteen. All right, you know he comes off a, a torn ACL in twenty 2020, twenty. Hundred twenty, hundred six quarterback hits in the first four years of career. He was defensive rookie of the year in 2019. He he he's, he turns 26 next month. He's so young in his career. He's done it all, right? We we know about Nick Bosa. I, I love Nick Bosa. He's one of my favorite defensive players. I like watching Nick Bosa work, even though you know he signed his contract with a feather pen. We gotta we gotta talk about. Mm. <laughs> um, but. Nick Bosa has not been in any offseason program, but I'm sure he's been working out. Like, I, it, when you're a freak of nature like that, there's there's nothing that will deter you from getting out there and playing, fam. I think he's going to be fine. Um, I just wanted to say a prayers for Kenny Pickett. Um, you know, it's going to be a long day at the office tomorrow, brother. It's going to be a long uh, it's going to be a long day at the office tomorrow. It is. Uh, who else? Yeah, I, I wanted to see this T.J. Hawkinson deal. I never, I never really, because they made him like the highest paid four years, sixty-six million, eighteen million dollars signing bonus, twenty-nine point two million dollars guaranteed. My God, he's like, is that is that highest highest paid tight end? That's, I think that's more than Kelsey, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, he got more than Ty. Yeah, he got more than Wilder. I know that. Goodness gracious, it's a lot of money, man. But you know who didn't get paid? Jonathan Taylor didn't get paid. You know who didn't get a big contract? Josh Jacobs didn't get 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 a big contract. You know who else? Saquon Barkley didn't get a big contract. Um, Chris Jones, he's still waiting to get paid. Um, uh, there was a fullback that became the highest paid fullback. But hey, what you know? At least somebody's getting paid out there, man. But I save more money, more problems to say this. The more you pay these players, the more you're going to have to pay the next crop of players. Like, see all this quarterback money that's getting passed around? What if Anthony Richardson is good? Like, what if he turns out to be a good quarterback for the Colts? What are you going to pay him? Right. You know that there, there, there's there's going to be a lot of money over the last next five to ten years. A lot of money thrown around. Then we got the the receiver money is about to jump too. I mean, we saw what happened with Devontae Adams; he got paid. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are about to literally break the bank. So whatever money the Bengals have left. After what they just gave Joe is going to go to Jamar Chase. And honestly, the taxpayers of Cincinnati, Ohio are probably going to have to pitch in for this one. Because, um, yeah, it's going to be pretty big, man. It's going to be pretty big. Now, with Justin Jefferson, 
you know, Minnesota, they already gave up, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins already has literally the key to the Bank of America, and he's probably not coming back. So all Kirk Cousins is going to do is, you know, go to the safe box, get the key to Bank of America, and just give it to Justin Jefferson because that's that's what's going to have to happen. Um, then you go down to Tampa, talking about wide receivers, you go down to Tampa. Mike Evans wanted new money with the Bucks, and it does not look like the Bucks are going to. The Bucks don't give any boop about Mike Evans and his wanting new money. They don't care about that. Mike Evans could be, you know, on the downside of his career, but not really. It's just age wise, fam. He he is. If you Google the word consistency, Mike Evans, his picture is going to pop up, bro. I mean, thousand yard king every year. He wants new money, man. He, he wants to get paid, right? He's been here with y'all through many quarterback changes, you know, pay cuts and everything. He wants up. He wants some money, but it doesn't look like they're going to give that to him now. Would that result in a trade and new money, or he's going to play the full year and then go get some new money in the off season as a free agent? I don't know. I don't know. We we shall see though. But but when you look around, man, it's like these guys are looking at other guys getting paid. At their position or at other positions, even though you know quarterbacks and wide receivers two different things. Still, money is money. I mean, it's like fam, I'm trying to get paid too, right? I'm trying to get paid, fam. That's all. That's all that comes down to is is the the bread. It's like all right, I know I want to win and and do all this, but like hey, at the end of the day, I got bills. I got family to feed, man. Pay me, pay me for my services. So. What happens next for Mike Evans? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't think the Bucks would trade him. But I'll say this. If we get down to what week six and the Bucks aren't having the greatest of seasons, you know, if, if Baker Mayfield isn't working for them, I, I would look at a trade for Mike Evans. I mean, I don't know what that would look like. I don't know what type of picks you would have to give up to get Mike Evans. But um after what I saw Thursday night, the Chiefs might want to give them a call. They might. I don't know. They might want to give them a call because uh, y'all need some receivers. I don't. I really could not tell you who Patrick Mahomes was throwing the ball to. I had no clue. I said, "Who are these people?" That's. I texted that to the group. I said, "Who are these people?" Don't know these guys. I don't know. I don't know. Um, speaking of problems, there I I don't know what's going on in the NFL right now, and why everybody is getting hurt going into this. And and it, it feels like it's come out of nowhere. Like earlier this week, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson just popped up on injury report, report with hamstring injuries. Now Christian Watson is out tomorrow. Mark Andrews is questionable. There was a report of Odell being hurt. Uh, Darren Waller. Questionable. Somebody else on the Giants is questionable. A couple of them are out. Uh, Zach Ertz might not play. Hollywood Brown might not play. Uh, who else did I see on the injury report? Fam, what is happening? Why is everybody hurt? Somebody from the, what's the guy from the Dolphins? Uh, one of their big defensive players. Why is everybody hurt? I don't think I've seen a week one with so many names. On the injury report, like are are guys overworking themselves? What is happening? Like what what has happened in the last week or two? We got no kittle tomorrow, right? 
Uh, I, and then I don't know what the hell is wrong with Cooper Cup. They're talking about IR for him. I, hey, I don't know. I don't know. A guy's not taking care of their bodies. Was the offseason just too relaxed for them? What is going on? I, I've never seen an NFL script get handed to me that said, hey, everybody in the world is going to be hurt week one. So God bless you and your fantasy team. I, and they, they didn't even touch the – they didn't play yet. They're just hurt. On IR, I mean, on IR, on the injury report. I don't know how. I don't know why. What's going on? I don't like it, though. I don't like it. It sucks. Injuries suck, obviously. But for them to happen outside of a game sucks even more. Like, even, like, especially before week one, fam, it's the kickoff week. I want everybody on the field. I want everybody on the field. I don't want there to be injuries. I hate injuries. Injuries suck. They changed the game. And it's like, especially as a fan, I pay for an NFL Sunday ticket. I'm not paying to watch third-string players, fam. I'm paying to see the guys. You know what I mean? Paying to see who I want to see. I don't want to see somebody that y'all just picked up off the street and said, hey, do you want to play uh, in the NFL? Like, I don't want to see that, fam. I want to see the guys that I know Name, jersey, I don't need to be Googling players in the middle of the game. Because who the hell were those people in Chiefs uniforms? Who were those guys? Who were they? Still trying to figure it out. But no, in all seriousness, though, I really hope I'm praying for a healthy season, fam. I don't want to see any season-ending injuries from any big stars or any anybody, fam. I don't want to see it. I, 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 I really hope that this season is safe. I hope this season is healthy. I mean, I know injuries are part of the game. Obviously, it's a physical sport. But I don't want to see nothing crazy happen to anybody, man. And I don't want to see anybody miss any time, bro. Because it, it, it hurts the team. It hurts, it hurts me. Because I know it's like, all right, well, if this guy was fully healthy, maybe things would be different. And then you just start having a bunch of question marks around the season. You know, but at the end of the day, like I said about the Chiefs, it's next man up. You gotta play. You still gotta you still gotta go out there and try to win a ball game. But it does suck. All right. And that's the thing about the Chiefs game, fam. It's not like they got blown out. They had many opportunities to win. Really, it was a lot of self inflicted wounds. I don't I saw Did they go for it in like fourth and twenty? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the hell Andy Reid and them was doing. But we're not gonna put an asterisk on that game. No, you can't. You can't do that, man. You can't. You can't. Like I said, because if it, if, if it went the other way, you would have given the Chiefs and Mahomes all the credit in the world. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have said we need to put an asterisk on this game for the Lions losing, right? So don't be. Yeah, we can't be hypocritical about these things, though. You can't be hypocritical, man. You cannot. Um. Let's see. Let's see. I think I got one more thing before I get y'all up out of here, man. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to hold y'all for too long. You know. Let's see. Oh yeah, the pick six. The pick six. So last, you know, last few years since the inception of the show, it's been the pick four. But it that, that didn't make any sense. This year, it's the pick six. So I'm gonna go down the list, and I'm gonna document these this year. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna document you know my win and loss records. So let's look up NFL Week One, and I want to pick the six games that I'm most interested in. I want to tell you who is going to win and why. 
Let's start off with give me the Dolphins and Chargers. So the Dolphins and Chargers. This game is going to be played with tomorrow, four twenty-five. It's a late window game. I'll be keeping my eyes on this. We got the Chargers taking on the Dolphins. Dolphins already already dealing with injuries, missing two pieces on defense. Jalen Ramsey and what is that man? Jalen Ramsey and it's a D tackle. Where yet? Where yet? Oh yeah, it's Ron Armstead. He's not playing. Left tackle, not D tackle. I'm sorry, left tackle. He ain't playing tomorrow. That's all. Oh, Jesus tour. Oh yeah, I'm about to sit here. I'm about to go find me another quarterback. Now I'm scared. But Tua going on the road, taking on Justin Herbert. Now we know, you know. To his all season, you know, he had beef with Ryan Clark. He threatened Ryan Clark with the bloodline. He said he's going to go get Roman and the Usos and Solo to beat Ryan Clark up because Ryan Clark was talking trash about Tua's workout regimen and why Tua didn't look good at the podium. And, you know, Tua said, basically, keep my name out your mouth before I go get Roman Reigns on your ass. That's what he said. You know, acknowledge him. Um, you got Justin Herbert coming, Justin Herbert coming off of, you know, his off season. He got paid. So, this Chargers defense, one, has been great. I love the Chargers defense. Derwin James and the boys and, and Bosa and, and that one guy that played for the Bears and the Raiders. They have a good defense. Uh, I like what they have on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, Keenan Allen, that's my guy. Uh, Austin Eckler, Herbert. Uh, my guy, Gerald Everett, tight end. I think he's going to have a good season this year, too. And Mike Williams. So, I'm looking at this Chargers team. They're at home. I, I, it's a home opener, but the Dolphins, man, this my 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 AFC East pick. Um, I'm nervous though with with the, with the injuries they have. I'm nervous for week one. I am. I'm nervous, and it's on the road, you know. But I don't know though. I don't know. You know, I I would like to see. Some good football, but I don't know if I can. I'm, I'm, I'm just something. I'm just leaning towards the Chargers. I just feel like you know the Chargers, a little more complete. No, no, no injuries yet. They're at home. Give me the Chargers over the Dolphins. Give me the Chargers over the Dolphins. Um, next one, next one. Oh, let's get into this Bills and Jets game. At home, the the Bills, the Jets are at home. MetLife nine eleven against the Bills. So we're getting that out the gate. We're getting that out of the gate. We're getting we're getting Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen out of the gate. Um, this is what we want to see. This is what we pay to see. This is what we are here to see. I'm glad that we get this matchup out the gate. I'm glad that we, that we don't have to wait until like week six for the first Bills-Jets matchup because this is the measuring stick game. This is the game that is going to show me I don't care if it's week one. This is the game that is going to show me what the Aaron Rodgers-led Jets are going to do this season. You're going up against the defending AFC East champs. You're going up against Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Now, Aaron Rodgers played the Bills. That was last season, right? Yeah, it lost. Now you got a new team. New everything. But you got to see this guy again. So now you get an opportunity to set the tone in this division. Like, yo. I'm here now. Step aside. And then when you're Josh Allen, 
You're looking across the field at a guy that you look up to, a guy that you're kind of, you know, you're cool with. But you got to take his head off, man. You got to take his head off. He's coming into your division like, hey, I don't care if I'm old. I'm still the last gunslinger. Walker, Texas Ranger. And I'm coming to step all over your division. You got to take his head off now. Today. You have to. You got to let him know, yo, it ain't sweet. This ain't Brady to the Bucks. This ain't Matt Stafford to the Rams. I'm going to let you know that you should not have came here, buddy. You should have went somewhere else. This is my division. You can't outgun me. This Jets team has a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. They do. I'm not sure what their offensive line is looking like, but I know Von Miller ain't playing on uh, Monday. I know that this uh, Bill's secondary has been a little suspect. I know, I know Josh Allen, but I don't know if the other Cook brother is going to be enough. Along with Diggs and Gabe Davis, I don't know. First game of the year, Rodgers has been there all offseason. I think you know that the kinks have been worked out to an extent as far as we know. I'm rolling with the Jets. I think the Jets start the season one and I think Aaron Rodgers has a good game on Monday night, but I think that this Jets run game will catapult them. And you know, I, I'm I'm excited to see Rodgers in a new uniform. And starting off at the crib, that's beautiful. So give me the Jets over the Bills. I know Dev's gonna love that. Um, all right, that's my second game. My third game will be let me get let me get the Titans and the Saints. This this game is gonna be interesting because we got uh my brother in Christ, Derek Carr, starting for the Saints for the first time without Alvin Kamara in the backfield, by the way. But Michael Thomas is back, Jimmy Graham is back, they're at home. I'm excited for this game. I really am. I, I would like to see what Derek Carr does with his new team and the new weapons. You know, new change, a change of scenery and everything. But then, but then you look on the other side of the field, and it's it's the king, and and not and not just the king. The king also has DeAndre Hopkins coming along with him. You know, Ryan Tannehill is a guy who 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 I think he can throw the football. He's not he's not the best. He's not top ten, but I don't think he's bad. But when you got a guy like Derrick Henry, who everybody thinks is giving, you're going to give him the ball, and you got a guy like DeAndre Hopkins who can go over the top for you, you you become a little more dangerous. I don't think the Titans are going to be as one dimensional as they were last year. So I like I like what the Titans are going to be to potentially be able to do this season. And this defense, you know, they're always going to play tough. And the Saints don't have Alvin Kamara. You know, they do have Jamal Williams in the backfield, and I like Jamal Williams. But he's a guy that you need. He needs an, another guy back there with him who who can who can really run. You know what I mean? So for this week, I think I'm going to roll with the Titans. I think it's going to be a good game, though. I'm I'm definitely going to be tuned into that one, looking closely at it. Um, my fourth game. Let me get the Bengals and the Browns. So we got the battle of the millionaires between Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow. And this game is in Cleveland. So, like I said, Wednesday, I think I brought up Deshaun Watson. 
he has no excuses this year. Um, you know, I don't know if the legal battles are all over. I would assume they are. We haven't heard anything. Um, you're paid. You, your legal fees are all paid. You know, they gave you all that money so you can pay your legal fees. You get you had a full off season. This is your team now. You 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 you're stepping into it, and 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 right out the gate, you get the division champs, the Bengals. Sean Watson got to show me something, man. He has to, because right now I'm rolling with the Bengals. I mean, Joe just got paid. Mixon's in the backfield. I this defense is there. I'm not. I'm not. Mm-mm. Until somebody shows me otherwise, the Bengals, I'm rolling with them. Give me the Bengals over the Browns. That's my fourth game, right? The Bengals, Browns, I did Titans, Saints, Chargers, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. All right, that was my fourth one. My fifth game, give me the Raiders and the Broncos, surprisingly. I I, I want to see what Jimmy G does with Devontae Adams. Josh Jacobs How, what, what is Jimmy G Going to look like With the best receiver In football What is What what type what type of numbers Is he going to put up Then on the flip side You got a new coach You got uh, Sean Payton is back And he's coaching Russell Wilson What the hell Are the is Sierra husband And them going to do This season This is a, the battle Of the question marks But I'm going to lean Towards the Raiders I think that the Raiders Have the better team I don't know who has A better quarterback but I know that the Raiders have Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, and the Broncos do not. That I do know. <laughs> I'm rolling with the Raiders. Now, the last game, the pick, the sixth game on my pick six, the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Obviously, this is the game that I care about the most. It's, it's, it's the game. I hate the Bears. I hate their fans. I know I'm, a, I'm an animal. I know I'm in the media. I'm not supposed to have a fan, but I don't care. I don't work for anybody. I can do what I want. Until then, until I work for somebody and get paid to do this, I will be a Packers fan. I'm not going to be biased. You guys know I call them out. I, I've never, that's one thing I can say. I have never been biased towards my team. I'll pick them, but I'm, I'm honest. I'm real about the Packers. I'm not Delulu about the Packers. Even though we are going 12 and 5 this year, Jordan Love's going to win MVP. But I'm realistic. Now, what scares me? It's no Christian Watson. I don't like that. But I, I, I told y'all I favor Romeo Dobbs more. And then you got Reed. He can take the top off too. Do not sleep. Um, I think we're going to see a heavy dose of Aaron Jones and AJ, especially Aaron Jones in the pass game. We're going to see a heavy dose of Aaron Jones. We're going to see AJ Dillon. It's going to be a lot of play action. They're going to be moving the pocket a lot. Um, this Bears defense. I know they're going to try to attack Jordan Love in different ways, but. I like what I've been hearing from different Packers players and even Joe Barry saying that, yo, forget everything you remembered about the 2022 Packers defense. It's new and improved. We're playing different. Sign me up. Now we go. I like the Packers blowout. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're back. I'm sorry. I grabbed my mic a little too hard. Pause. Yeah, Packers by blowout. All right. I, oh, no, not again. All right, we're back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting too excited. You know what I mean? It's time to wrap it up. Stop. Stop it. All right, we're good. So, <laughs> with that being said, that was my last pick six for week one. I'll be documenting what, what it looked like. 
But um, yeah, let me get you guys out of here. Obviously, you know that the mic is telling me to wrap it up. I need to. I got other stuff I need to do today before uh, college football and everything. I get you know fully start my weekend. But um, thank you guys for tuning in, man. Go listen to episode two fifteen. Oh no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because uh, we not we not doing this today. We good? Alright, we good. Right, don't piss me off, God damn it. Yeah, I, I never. I, I don't think I told y'all this, but I had an episode where this was over the summer. This is one of the reasons that I I was just like over it this summer. I needed a break. I think I did a full hour and a half episode or something like that for the NFL um, schedule release. I did it the night of, and I was gonna drop it like immediately. I was like, yo, I'm gonna get this out. So y'all, if if you just heard that noise, I didn't have any headphones on that entire episode. I didn't have my beats on. So I did not hear the feedback until I played the episode back and edited in, in post-production. There was literally, I, I sat here for 45 minutes trying to fix it. It couldn't be fixed. So yeah, the life of the career, life of a creator, but we're all good now. About to get y'all out of here. Listen, <laughs> Thank you guys for listening again, man. I, I really appreciate it. You know I do. Um, yeah, make sure you follow me on social media and stay tuned for an update today, an announcement. Um, yeah. That's all I got for you guys. I'll be back here on, excuse me, on Wednesday. We're going to, you know, recap week one, get you guys ready for week two and everything like that. But uh, yeah, thank you guys again. And for the 216th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been. Electrified. Yeah, no Uzi Vert. <laughs> I be swagging so hard, man. Yeah, so. Little hard, suck it up right in the chair. I don't know that, but I told her come here. I got the guap, my name is Samir. It's nice to meet you. Now, who is that there? That is your friend. Oh, do you share? Don't tell nobody, baby. I swear. That is two baddies, the grand finale. I got a check, look like a tally. Stay with the bands, just like the tally. Uh, my clan, no matter the climate. Uh, one day, yeah, I'm gonna go diamond. Yeah, that's the reason I keep climbing. Yeah, so-